The chief rabbit gave two more thumps. Immediately, the other rabbits jumped into action. Following each other in single file, they left the clearing and disappeared up the runway from where they had come. The big chief rabbit waited until the last rabbit had left the clearing. Then, giving a final thump, he too hopped up the rabbit trail and was soon lost to view. The two boys were very surprised at what they had seen. Quickly, they returned to the hunting camp where they told their father what they had seen. Their father laughed and said they were good storytellers. But their wise old grandfather said the boys were fortunate to have seen what had happened. He said, You saw the rabbit dance. The rabbits, like the people, have their own trails and their own council ground. They hold councils and move from place to place. They have secret signals which are given by thumps on the ground with their hind legs. Very few people have seen the rabbit dance, and those who are so fortunate as to have seen it usually become very good hunters. The big rabbit that you saw was the big chief rabbit, and he was watching over his people. And the old man wisely shook his head, and he went back into the bark house. among the Iroquois people is no longer the way it was when that story was first told. Hunting parties in the North Country, fires built against the coming cold. A lot has changed. The butcher at the market supplies the meat now, and with indoor heat, campfires are more for fun than for need. And the rabbits, well, they've got to compete with all those cars and trucks and buses for dancing ground. But this story happened long ago. How long? Well, it must have been sometime before, before Columbus discovered America. <laughs> it's funny that I would say it that way. How many of you have heard that Columbus discovered America? Probably most of us have, but it's not really true. You see, when something is discovered, it means that no one has ever seen it before, or no one has ever been to a place before. But long ago, before Columbus came here, there were thousands of people already living here fishing and hunting, playing games and telling stories like the one we just heard. So Columbus couldn't have discovered America because people were already here. The Chippewa, Creek, Sioux, Mohawk, Seneca, Shawnee. Oh, there are just too many nations to mention. And their great, 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 great grandchildren are still living here now. In fact, today we'll meet the people of one of those nations, the Tanawanda Seneca Nation, who live in the land their people call Yan Jete, Yan Jete, and which we call New York. Not long ago, I visited them there. Winter was coming fast as the cold strengthened the prickle of the pine trees. The mountains rose to meet the sky and fell away again, back down, a long way to where the summer corn was sharing its home with winter's snow. And the children were playing, just like you, games of laughter, and they sang their songs.
First of all, my name is Chief Beeman Logan. I'm a Tanawan of Seneca. The Senecas are part of the Iroquois Confederacy. The Iroquois Confederacy has always tried to help keep their culture going. Chief Logan is a real chief. Chief of the Tanawanda Seneca Nation, to which the children belong. How did he become chief? No, he wasn't elected like a president. Nor did he become chief because his father was chief before him. He became chief after the last chief died, and the oldest woman of the Senecas, who's called the clan mother, chose him over all the men in his nation. She watched him grow from boyhood, watched the way he cared for people, watched the way he could work with people of all ages in good or ill